Welcome to 5-Minute Answers. Are you rich enough? Are you rich enough to be happy? What is rich enough? How will you know when you get there? These are the questions that I want to talk about today, and they're very important questions. Questions that are likely to determine your satisfaction with life as much as any other questions. You probably don't think you're rich enough, not if you live in North America anyway. We're right in the middle, in this time period, of one of the biggest consumptions by far that the world has ever witnessed. And it's based on a perceived need for more stuff, really. That's, that's Inside of us, we just seem to have this big need to get more and more stuff. That's the way we're going to get happy. That's really what it's based on. And we're not thinking of future generations and not others in any way. I once heard John DeGraff speak on a documentary he made for PBS, and the documentary was called Affluenza. But I heard him speak about the making of affluenza. He defines that word, affluenza, that was what the name of the documentary was, and he defines it as an epidemic of stress, of overwork, waste, that's caused by that dogged pursuit of more. I need to get more. That's a short definition. He took the whole show to really define that, but that's what he calls affluenza, like it's a sickness, that we're, the need for more and more stuff that we have, particularly in North America. The show was a one-hour documentary, as I remember, and it focused on American culture, on the, how it's changing, how the family is changing, has more of a need for stuff, advertising, and other things, lots of other things that are contributing to this unparalleled consumption that's going on right now. He talked about when he was going in college in the early 60s, and he was majoring in, I think, communications at the time, but he said that all the textbooks of that time were pointing to how the great increase in technology that they were seeing they were just was going to lead to the fact that they wouldn't need to work only about half the time to achieve the same lifestyle they had now. What are we going to do with all this extra time, they kept asking in the textbooks, because technology was going to solve all the problems. The thought occurred to him, and it was this thought, actually, that led to the making of the documentary. Now he's much in the future, and he's saying, what happened then? Why are we still working so hard? What happened? To, didn't technology work? Well, he researched it, and sure enough, he found out that we really do only need to work about half the, the time to achieve the same lifestyle that what they had there in the late 50s, early 60s. It's just that no one's pleased with that lifestyle anymore. He points out some things in this, even in the documentary. The average size house of that time, for example, is about the average size of a garage today. It turns out that one of the main reasons that we still work so hard is that we want more. We want and we typically get more stuff. We're not pleased with the same amount they were at that time. So, how much stuff before you're rich, mate, then? Or, or maybe another question or a better question is, how much stuff before you're happy? How much before you're rich and how much before you're happy? Those are two difficult, possibly undefinable questions, really, but, well, that's what this show is about, you know, giving answers or trying to. So, here goes with the try at the answers, at, and at the risk of being too simplistic. But I will, I will define being rich or having enough to be rich I think that is really having enough resources that you can take care of the wants and needs of those you love and have a responsibility towards. It can't be selfish. It has to be based on what you want to give to others. So if you have enough, you have enough to take care of those wants and needs of those that you have a responsibility, those are your, you want to take care of or help. This definition works as long as those wants and needs aren't too wasteful and too selfish, then, then it works. Of course, in order to take care of others' wants and needs, you need to keep yourself going too. Or, or how else can you take care of those you love? 
If that's being rich then, having enough to take care of those that you love, their wants and needs, then what is enough to be happy? Being happy means simply having others that you love and that you want to take care of. Now, does that sound too simple? Oh, maybe, I guess. But think of those definitions and what they imply. If you first have folks that you really love, maybe your spouse, maybe your children, maybe your family, maybe your friends, neighbors, countrymen, others in general, doesn't matter. If you have them and you want to help them and you want to take care of them in some way, and then second, you find and you feel confident that you will continue to find and generate the resources that you need to do that to take care of them, then you have a situation where you can truly feel deeply happy, I think. Think of all that that situation implies if you have those two things. Now you need to define what wants and needs are. You don't want to make a mistake there. And you need to teach what that same skill of deciphering between wants and needs to those that you love and that you're trying to take care of so that they can determine that too. And there are a few things as important as understanding that difference between what really are wants and what are needs and where they're going to lead you. It's worth a lifelong effort, really, especially important at this time of year when we really tend to be excessive during the holidays. Let's keep those two things in mind, though. The need to have people that, that you love and that you want to help, and then second, the, the need to have the resources so that you really can help them. There are many things that can get in the way of achieving those things, but one of the main ones is, well, I guess affluenza. It's a good way to say it as any, which is really just the misdefining of wants and needs. You're just messing up there. You're, you're thinking that wants are needs, and you're kind of pursuing them and thinking that they're going to get you happy. That can mess up that situation. For example, by desiring to help those you love and putting that as your main source of happiness... You're putting people in relationships first. Of course, they need some stuff to be happy, don't they? They need food, they need shelter and entertainment, education, all, all that kind of stuff. They need some stuff. But if you buy into the, the I need more stuff to make me happy philosophy, if you buy into that yourself and that becomes prevalent in your life, well, that's going to lead you away from wanting to help anyone but yourself, really. It's, helping others only gets in the way of getting more stuff for yourself, so you're going to look at them as, to an extent as being in your way and stopping you from being happy because you need to get more stuff, you need to get more money, you need to get a better car, you need a whatever. By the same token, if you let those you love and those that you want to take care of, if you let them get too steeped in that philosophy, I need more stuff to make me happy philosophy, then they're not going to appreciate what you do from them. They'll probably get their wants and needs all mixed up and consuming stuff and entertaining themselves will be what they want from you not a relationship that will put a major damper on your ability to help them and develop a good relationship with them. So, I'm going to end with the very questions I started with so that you can think about them in your own situation. I ask again then, how much stuff is enough for you? Or how much, by stuff I mean money, house, car, entertainment, how much stuff is enough for you and those you love? and those that you want to take care of. How much stuff is enough? Thank you for listening, and I'll see you again next Friday.